0: Blog Talk Radio It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show yeah. Giving you information you'll want to know Speaking on issues affecting us all And music for the soul yeah. It's the Bobby
1: Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the
2: Bobby Eaton Show. Hello, world. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Or wherever you are on the globe. Hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way, and that's what we do over here in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, right here. Uh, I want to give some um, homage, some um, um, uplifting to my grandfather, Joe Eaton, who built the building that I uh, sit in right today. And uh, that's the reason we can do the things that we do over here because of him. Anyway, uh, on Monday, we had such a great show. Actor Danny Glover was in the studio along with Berkeley, California, former mayor Gus Newport. Giving us some words of wisdom They were on a campaign trail And uh, they were in here talking And um, we had a great conversation So that's what the show is going to be about today I'm going to do a rebroadcast Of that show So tell your family members Tell your friends, those who didn't get a chance To uh, hear that broadcast And uh, that's actor Danny Glover And former Berkeley Mayor Oh, Gus part. All right, here we go.
0: It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show. Yeah. Giving you information you'll want to know, speaking on issues affecting us all, and music for the soul. Yeah. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby.
1: It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Bobby. The Bobby
2: Eaton Show. Hello, world. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hey, and welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. And that's what we do. And uh, my co-host, Ramal Browns in the house. How we doing, Ramal? Doing well, Bobby. How about yourself? Oh, man. Pretty good. We got a pretty good show coming up yes, today. Yes, I'm excited. You excited about it? Yes, yeah, it's Actor Danny Garvin, former Berkeley, California mayor Gus Newport, Yes, are going to be in here. They're running a little late,
3: behind schedule a little bit. Yep. But we got some real good stuff and real good people in the studio as yes, well. Yes, yes. It's a political season, man, so a lot is happening. A lot is moving around the nation, and... Uh, it's good that to to see people that are really campaigning within our town around this time because Super Tuesday is tomorrow. So it is
2: tomorrow, to so you know we want you guys to think about it.
3: You know, yeah. who you
2: are uh, vote and they're voting. Vote for the right person.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, vote, vote, vote for
2: the right. You person. believe is the right person. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to
3: get that man out of here. Man. Yeah, yeah,
2: you yeah. know, and, and the president, he got to go. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Woo. People do not like his policies and what he's doing, and no. uh, man, it's it's. For, for what people are saying, you know, in the community and all together, you know, there are some things I don't agree with either, man. Um, is that, you know, he's just, just turning some country things. Up. Yeah. A, a lot, whole lot a of things, things. I don't. Agree things I say
2: with. A lot of things. You know, and it's the black I don't vote. Agree with. If we get out and vote, yeah. like we did for Obama, because mm-hmm. well, the black vote will decide the vote. Yeah. It will, yeah. It will decide it. Yeah. You know, so we got to get out and vote. And I think we're going to have a large black voter turnout you mm-hmm. know so yeah we want you to do that you know don't yeah. sit around the house well yeah i don't want you yeah. know if you don't if you don't have no vote if you don't vote you don't have a right. no voice right right not
3: at all you don't hire people yeah 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 you know. so you definitely want to get up man don't don't allow anything that's happening on the news or on your facebook or your social media stop you from voting, man, because it does really count. You know, that one vote counts. Mm-hmm. It does.
2: Hey, what's been going on around town, man?
3: Man, so much has been going on around yeah, you town. you you got a certificate, man. Yes. Tell us Tell us about that certificate. you just. just yes. proud of you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's a uh, program called the Black Upstart and um, it is an amazing program to where they really helped uh, a lot of the young entrepreneurs within the community to really thrive. Uh, and so basically they help us with our ideas, innovate our ideas and us.
2: So, what did you get out of
3: it? Um so I got man, um, it was a mind shifting experience. So, I came in uh, with an idea of course radio, DJ and all of the other stuff and she was like, "Nope, uh-uh, nope, nope. We're not taking that idea." She was oh, like, "Oh, really?" She said, "You got to solve a problem within the community and come up with an innovation." And so I was like, "Okay." So, what was your problem? So, my problem was that uh, black black owned businesses within our community don't have the resources to uh, advertise to the community. And so I was like, "Yeah, hey, we got radio." She's like, "Nope, you got to think of something else." Yeah, cuz she knew you. Yeah. Were in that field, yeah. Huh? So uh-huh. she uh she didn't allow us to do that, so she made us really think and she, you know, we it was some heated times, but we got through it and we all came up with our own innovations. So
2: it was a good program, oh, good, man. I'm yeah. proud of you, yeah, you yeah. know, whenever we accomplish something yeah. and goals and things like that, yeah. you know, we Got to do more of that.
3: Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know. So it's happening, man. Man, things are
2: happening around here. Yes. You know, and yes. I just, I mean, there's so much going on and a lot of input from um, the community and mm-hmm. we got a lot of, we got, you know, we got 14 shows here now. Yeah,
3: man. That's here, um, amazing. Yeah.
2: KBOB 89.9. So if you're listening,
3: yeah. keep tuning
2: in, you yeah. know, It we, started
3: with one. It started right here with the Bobby Eaton show. Yeah
2: it, and yeah. it just grew. You know, when I first launched my show, it was just me in here by myself. Yeah. I was all shy and stuff. You yeah, know yeah. what to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was kicked back and well, Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It was like that. But as I grew I didn't know nothing about radio yeah, at first. Yeah. And that was three and a half, close to four years ago. Yeah. And now I've done a lot of research about it and know a lot of things, met a lot of jocks and yeah, people and yeah. kind of learned the business. They say sometimes when you become of age, sometimes you gotta reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did, reinvented my life. I'm not yeah. going on nobody's road, yeah. playing no bass guitars and none of that kind of stuff. So you're, like not, that. you're
3: not gonna be traveling all the casinos man, and playing please. with Bobby on the front, <laughs> flying like. Yeah. Oh man, you
4: know, if I put together
2: a little bitty three piece band. Yeah. That'll be good. Okay. They have some fun, right. you know I mean, With it, I mean I've done enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I feel really feel that way. Yeah, that's good. You know, but um hey, we got Eden Media Services and we've got Not Forgotten Children, the nonprofit with yeah. Dean Finley, yes. our business partner. That's the, man. that's the man right there, you know. So Dean has joined up with us here at Eden Media Services and Not Forgotten Children. And we're building a brand, you know, we are for the community and for our people. Yeah. Giving them the knowledge and the history and some of the stuff that they need. You know, to have a good, fruitful life. Man, you it's know? That's so
3: important. So it's important.
2: Really important, man. So we're waiting for actor Danny Glover, but meanwhile, we got some of uh, uh, what I call torso superstars and powerhouses, powerhouses. Powerhouses.
3: Powerhouses.
2: You know, we got Black Wall Street Times and Love Talk Radio. All right. So you know, the impromptu what, jump, you, on the that, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> jump on the mic.
5: Yeah.
2: jump on the mic.
5: So, you guys have a show Yes.
2: here oh, at uh, KBOB 89.9, right. and it's doing well.
5: What do you think? Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, it gives us the opportunity to talk about things that the community may not know about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our whole platform is there are great things happening in North Tulsa, but a lot of people just don't know what's happening because we're kind of, you know, in our own little world, in our own little bubble, doing our own little thing. Yeah. And it's great stuff. So, we got to get that out.
6: Good
7: yeah. To get stuff out. yeah, I love the opportunity to give somebody some news they can use. That's right. right. Sometimes you get all this news that you can't use. Yeah, that's true. From time sometimes it's time to give somebody to call you and say, you know what, Bobby? I got some news you can use. <laughs> yeah. and, so
2: and your show is on Wednesdays,
7: right? Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. right here. And we having a phenomenal time. Yeah. People are tuning in from all over and uh, calling us, texting us, want to come on the show. And I'd be like, "Look, it's a genius called Bobby. Yeah. We <laughs> a genius called Red Mall. Uh-huh. Right. We, get the film. We, we barely on the boat, <laughs> Having a good time. That is too so yes. funny. Right yes. It's that Our is. fourth show coming up on Wednesday.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: And, and you know crazy. that yeah. first show you guys did,
2: you had over a thousand views. Wow. Yeah. Bro, you know, people just—I yeah. mean, like, bam! So yeah. Then, yeah, they tuned in. You know why? I think because you guys advertise. We yeah, did. We, y'all advertise your show. Yeah, yeah.
8: overachievers. Yeah, Overachiever.
7: The Molly was, was advertising, and I was playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: right. Lloyd, <laughs>
3: Lord. Right. Lloyd, <laughs> out. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> get that extra push up there. Right. <laughs> that is yeah. too funny. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, Continue on doing what you're doing. You're building the brand. And we're going to be out there. It's going to start warming up. Yes. Oh, yeah. And some things are going to get good. Yeah. 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 be a blast. All right. Tell us about Black Wall Street Time.
9: Well, Black Wall Street is uh, on Black Wall Street. And it's uh, online news for Tulsa, Oklahoma and for Black people as a whole. We try to speak for local issues as well as national issues and make a deep connection with the community.
2: Yeah, I know. You guys are making some moves, too.
9: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I've seen some big moves over there with Black Wall Street Times. Uh, Nehemiah Frank, you know, he, it was a vision in his head, and he put it together. And boom. A lot yeah. of things going on
8: Yeah, over yeah. there.
3: Absolutely. What do you find that is exciting about being a part of Black Wall Street Times?
9: I think the thing that I find amazing about it is that the creative freedom you can have working there, you're not working under a huge, humongous corporation yeah. you're not working for like CNN where you have to kind of have a muzzle in your mouth because yeah. there's certain people you can't say things for because of advertisements and certain things like that and I think since Nehemiah Frank is heading it it's a lot of freedom and he understands issues it's much better working for someone in my community than working for someone miles away yeah that's nice. a yeah.
2: good nice. thing to go on so Charles and Damali you guys have an event coming up right Yes, we do. Tell everybody about this event you got going on.
0: Oh,
7: Edric, we get ready to celebrate seven years.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: That's crazy. Crazy. That's yeah. really by. Yeah, See yes.
3: Ramal
0: no, Ramal yes. was one of the original, original yes. folks yes. in yes. the Yeah. Yes. And
7: it, for the people that don't know, try to start a not for profit and make it for seven years. No it it's, luck. A lot, it's a lot of people in the community they stop now and get out and be like, Man, to be honest, I never thought you guys would make it. Man. You know, but I say with a lot of words and you know, and, and dedication and, and A lot of support, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of support for the community. So it's always that just working together, we've been able to survive. So next Thursday, if you to do, we're going to have a little extravaganza. Okay. Hey! Yeah, little
8: extravaganza yeah. there, direct,
7: gonna, hey, we just got Ramal to come out. He's going to kick us off hosting a little bit with the Woo-hoo. juice. Yeah. yeah. I little hope little everybody knows that since yeah. I've been announcing it over the radio. <laughs> yeah, you got to show up. Yeah. <laughs> um, some former partners and some current partners, and people just come out. Um, it's going to be loaded. We're going to have food. We're going to have music. Chelsea Tech Barber going to be trimming up the kids for free. They're going to mm-hmm. be doing manicures, pedicures, mm-hmm. doing girls' hair and we're going to have food, entertainment. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be more like a little So we're going to celebrate getting into spring, and right, we're going to
2: celebrate in seven years. I think we
5: should have cake. What do you think?
2: Cake, cupcake. A cupcake. 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 Okay, okay, fun okay. Yeah. Okay, now we have brothers and sisters for a bit now. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like family. You family. Know? Like so like family, and everything you guys do, you do it A1, you know, first class, well, yeah. and stuff you. like that. So we want to come out, yes, come yeah. out, have a good, have some fun, enjoy yourselves. Because a lot of times people say, "I don't have nothing to do," but when you got something to do, yeah. they don't show yeah, up. Don't show know. up. Yeah. So this is something that you can do,
5: and it's family friendly, mm-hmm. so you can bring the kids out, so they can turn flips and do whatever <laughs> they want, to, but as long as they don't hurt themselves, because you know I'm I'm in charge of
2: right, like, exactly. making sure
5: everybody is safe. Yeah. You know,
2: so yeah. you yeah. guys also have a summer program, right?
7: Yeah, we, but, we do, but coming up. Sooner than that. What's Maybe coming up soon? We got spring break camp. Okay. Spring break camp. You know, people break. waiting to the last minute. They need yeah. from them kids. Yes. Me and get
2: mean the get them out the house. Yeah. Don't, don't let them know. eat your food. Yeah. They eat all your food. They sit up and eat up all the food yeah. in the yeah. house. So. And play on the PlayStation <laughs> huh? yeah. all, day. all day. Yeah. And we know how
7: to love on them. Uh, we know what to do with them. So, hey, the 16th through the 20th, they'll be right at Edurek is only 50 And that's $60. Breakfast. You forgot the first. Oh. The early bird, they missed the early bird special. It's sixty dollars. Uh, uh, the worms, yeah. all the worms are gone. Yeah, so it went <laughs> they missed the March worms first. Okay, you know we talked about we was talking about it on our show. We was trying to stick, but gave three wins. Sixty dollars still. And that's breakfast, lunch, activities. We're going to take them to the Jinx Aquarium. We're going to have all kind of fun activities. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty it's good. Right fun, but it's yeah. only $60. You can drop them off with us at 9 in the morning. We got them to 4.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what
7: I'm talking about? We got the 4 uh, care and yeah. after
2: care. So. And that's good to invest in your children. like that's right. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll go yeah. spend money at Golden Corral and right. all chilies and eat all this food. Spend $40, $50 just in one day. Yep. You know it. what I mean? And, and, yeah. and we can invest in our children and our young client. And if you got... Uh, Youngster that need some volunteer
7: hours thinking they're going to head to college. If they're at least 16, we're going to have a training next Saturday. And 14. it's only from, from the 14th, only 9.30 to 11. And if you come out, you can be a junior trainer, which is no charge, but it gives some kids the opportunity to come out and volunteer. And then they can be part of the Spring Break camp, eat, yeah. hang out. Yeah. Learn leadership.
2: College hours. College yeah. hours so they 16 to them.
7: 21. So we got yeah. you covered from 5 all the way to 21. That's good. 5424
2: North Madison right. Avenue.
7: That's where we located. Yeah,
2: right. Have... Now I want to ask you about Black Wall Street Times. What is it that you guys got going on right now? You know, are you you guys are writing a lot of different stuff, man. I mean, I see it. All these different events, things going on. Uh, how do you guys come up with all of this content? I can't
9: really speak to it as much as Nehemiah can because he's, I would say, he's really the mastermind mastermind behind most of the things that happen. Mm
2: -hmm. There's
9: no person I know who works as hard as him. As Nehemiah? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 I know. Well, hey, Nehemiah just came through the door. Maybe he can come over here and get on one of these microphones Mm -hmm. and kind of explain Black Wall Street times. To our listeners, you know, so he just came. I will put him on the spot. Right. You know.
5: You know, Bobby, and I'll insert this. So what? Nehemiah used to work over at Edgerec with our kids doing spring break camp That's and right. summer camp. Yeah. yeah. So we all
8: family. We're we're all family know. in the Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Right. We're exactly. All family.
2: Yeah. all family in the, Okay. Yes. Great. Great. Yeah. Tell us, Nehemiah, how you got started with Black Wall Street Times.
10: Uh so how did I get started with Black Wall Street Times? I Pretty much pulled the money out of my own bank account. That's how I got started with the Black Wall Street Times. Um, I saw a need. Um, black media wasn't didn't really have a loud presence on social media, and so I wanted to fill that gap. And that's pretty much what we did.
2: And you've done a great job. Yes, right? you I'm have. gonna say you've done a fantastic. You've grown the brand and done a great job. And you know, it's something that we talk about over here all the time: is that we don't have enough black media, right? right? Mm-hmm. In the small, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we only got a few little, little small black media companies who are needing funds and needing this. And I believe that this is my belief. Now, don't y'all beat me up behind it. <laughs> I believe when things happen in our community, anything good, bad, whatever, they should come to black media first. I, that's what I believe. We'll run off. Some of us will just run off to the big boys right. and all the white media, and we'll tell them all the stories. And we'll have to catch it on TV ourselves, <laughs> or someone telling us what's going on. But I believe you need to support your black media platforms first,
8: mm-hmm. you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's why over here, you know, we blackity blackity black over here, <laughs> you know. That's, that's just a you know. I mean, I'm being real about it. So you need to support your black media. You know, Bobby, since I've been in black media,
10: I've learned, um, I've really learned the difference between how we report the news and how just general America or white America Mm -hmm. reports the news. And um, I was kind of troubled how uh, we just had the the Justice Julius, uh, the the Justice Julius Julius Jones Jones, Jones, uh, event at Vernon, and Mm -hmm. I noticed how um, the headlines were. You know, we're slanted in a way to where, you know, the broader folks that would see it would probably question if this black man who's been on death row for 20 years is actually innocent. So,
2: yeah, and he is innocent. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I just feel that, you know, tell our listeners about the case for those who don't know.
10: Um, well, Julian Jones, he's been on death row for about 20 years um, for a crime. Where all evidence points to um, a friend of his named Christopher Jordan, um, whose fingerprints and DNA happens to be everywhere. Julius Jones never got into the um, to the suburban that was stolen from the murdered victim, and um, he's been on he doesn't even match the description i prob- I think probably the like biggest it. evidence is that the uh, the victim uh, his sister happened to be in the car when her um, her brother was shot, and she gave the description that the uh, murderer actually had long hair that was sticking out, um, and that happened to match the uh, description of Christopher Jordan.
3: So, mm-hmm. yeah. Dang. Wow. That's that. crazy. Yeah. So how how can we support the Julius Jones Project? Like, how can we support that? Uh, well, I
10: You don't have to make anything up. You can just uh, download it and you know adjust it to your likings and send it to Governor Stitt. Mm-hmm. Wow,
2: and I'm I'm pretty sure there's there are several um, inmates on death row who are innocent mm-hmm. African American males mm-hmm. and it got caught up and you know in the system. Yeah, yeah. You know,
10: Julius Jones called in um to the church the other night. Yeah. And um I asked Alan. him, I, I knew the question, uh, the answer to the question, but I wanted, you know, other folks to hear. There was other media companies that were there as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And
10: um I asked him if he thought any of the people that had been murdered since he's been incarcerated, um, were killed and or if if any of those people were innocent. And he said, Yes, I do think that a few of them and so the Equal Justice Initiative actually, um, their studies showed that one in nine death wow. row inmates are actually innocent. Wow. And Julius said that there's been 40 people that have been executed in Oklahoma since he's been on death row. And if you think about that, it's like, well, somewhere between three to five people could possibly be innocent. It's horrible to think that that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's kind of crazy right there, huh?
3: So, so I mean, but is is there a change within the systems that are like changing the uh, I guess how the how the policies are because I know that now there's a lot of celebrities, rappers, and, you know, just people in general, like the, um, what's her name? Uh, the Kanye West's wife, uh, um, Kim Kardashian. There are a lot of people fighting Kim for K. these di- different types of policies that are happening within jail and trying to help people to be free. Do you see a trend in people getting free from, you know, those, those accusations?
10: I mean, I see like one or two people getting free. It's not mad. You know, I don't really see a lot of, um, policies being changed when it comes to um, Martin the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know for five years we weren't executing people because there was a botched um, mm-hmm. execution where you know the person died horribly. Yeah, screaming, yeah. Um, "My body's on fire." Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, dang, really? Yeah. That's
7: crazy. That's real crazy.
10: Horrible. Wow. Yeah,
7: and I think this can I is probably because um, World One Development News. You can use. We attended. You know, we talked about we that. Right here we had Nehemiah come in with us live and so we went out to attend just to get more information. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to be more informed. Yeah. And just to find out he was graduating the top ten percent of his class. He was on a scholarship yeah. at the University of Oklahoma wow. and doing academic all those great scholarship. academic yeah. scholarship, and um and, and just listening. to get
2: caught up like that, huh? Right.
7: And right. with Governor Sitt, you know, deciding to re implement, you know, this um lethal Injection. I mean, he's talking about the schedule was 150 days. Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: yeah. So the that urgency, was About 30 days ago, when he said that. that right. was About 30 days ago. About so about now 120 days. Yeah. Yeah. You
7: know, so we got to get out. We got to get out. We did our petition. We sent it in, and we encouraging others to do that as well.
5: Right.
7: And and we need to do that. You know. Yeah. You know,
5: and I and I'll just say that you know, listening to Julius speak, um, I loved his spirit. You know, because you know he is in isolation, hmm. um. I, I had read one report, which was a while back, that said he hadn't seen outside for 14 years. But he did clarify yeah. in the conversation and said that he had been out, you know, a couple of weeks ago. For two months. Um, yeah. yeah. He hadn't been outside for two, months. Yeah. for two months. For two months. So, it, you know, it's been less. But, yeah. you know, I mean, so to be in that place knowing that you are innocent, right. you know, and you've maintained your innocence the entire time. You've never, you know, wavered and said, OK, no, really, y'all, I made that up. I, I really was there, right. you know, because people usually cave after a while. Yeah, right. He's never wavered. Um, one of the things that he said that really struck me was he talked about how he was mad at God hmm. for, a, for a season
8: yeah. um,
5: because he was like, you know, why did you do this to me? Why did you allow this to happen to me? Mm-hmm. you know um but then you know he's now you know uh, readjusted his life got his mind back together and you know he's just like you know i'm good you know i'm in a good place you know i i appreciate everybody for you know rooting for me and fighting for me you know because it gives me strength
0: Mm-hmm. Now
5: to keep you know keep the yeah. faith and to yeah. keep the courage you yeah. know yeah. to yeah. keep walking this walk you know he feels like there's something that he is teaching people or showing people you know mm-hmm. he's kind of on a mission yeah. and I thought that was big yeah. you know I what I mean yeah it's yeah. very powerful yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: real powerful
5: yeah yeah
2: wow well we're gonna take a little break for a minute and we're gonna come right back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way so. We want you to stick around, and we'll be right back. Okay.
8: Searching for ways to grow your business,
5: or perhaps you would like to invest in culture's African-American communities. the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamaytown at gmail.com. Thank you.
3: Theater North presents The Face of Immittal, directed by Dr. Rodney L. Clark at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center at the Liddy Dungeons Theater, March 1st and 8th, 2020 at 3 p.m. and March 7th, 2020 at 8 p.m. This is his story told by his mother's words. Visit our website right now at www.tulsapac.com or call 918-596-7111. This is a story that you don't want to miss. The face of Emmett Hill, directed by Dr. Rodney L. Clark. Be there. Turn
4: up and listen. Juice Radio Show, bringing the liveest people on our show. Tulsa's top shows, music artists, and entrepreneurs sit down, exclusively with the Juice. rocking with the best. The Juice Radio Show, Tulsa. Right about
8: now. Yeah. Let's go
4: them on facebook the two Dog sports talk a play sports talk is talked about from a fan's point of view north tulsa's very own sports talk on 89.9 fm and facebook live with drone and Yo. KBOB, the home of the Bobby Eaton Show, the Juice Radio Show, and Two Dogs Radio Show. I
3: do it big. Okay. You better R-E-S-P-E-C-T
0: me.
4: Tulsa, Oklahoma. Stay connected and call us now at 646-716-5525 and press 1 to go live. And it's the Juice Radio Show, bringing the loudest people on our show, Tulsa's top chefs, music artists, and entrepreneurs. Sit down, exclusively with the Juice. there rocking with the best. The Juice Radio Show Tulsa.
2: All right, we're back here on KBOB eighty-nine point nine FM. But Maal say I was playing too many pops, <laughs> <laughs> running commercials like crazy. <sighs> Uh, running commercials. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. No, I'm messing
2: with you. This right. is where we tell our stories <laughs> oh,
0: We push the we, we want to push. Right. Yeah, right. Oh,
2: <laughs> and how many
11: times? We've got do. about five more to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. I don't know what taking me out
2: to. How are we doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Bobby. I got to remember What's your name again? Uh,
11: Victor Lucasen. That's what. Right, yeah. right, right. And yeah. you wanted to say. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm new to Tulsa, but I'm writing a book, history book about. Yeah, a book. you writing that book. Yeah, right. a history book about uh, Greenwood, about. a narrative nonfiction book uh, about the community and not just trying to focus on the massacre, but what happened to Greenwood both before and after that. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to focus on the entrepreneurship and um, camaraderie to help the community, but then also some of the systems that are involved in undermining it. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. How long have you been working on this book?
11: So officially I've been working on the book for about uh, six months, but I actually came to Tulsa. Oh,
2: you just started six months ago. Yeah, huh? but
11: I, I wrote a feature story about Black Wall Street, okay. uh, for a website I used to work for called The Ringer. So I visited Tulsa in 2018 for the first time.
2: And you're from oh. where? Uh,
11: from I was from Atlanta before. Atlanta, ATL. Yeah, yeah, uh, so
2: yeah. yeah we were just down there not too long ago. Okay, yeah. okay. We took the Juice Radio show down there.
11: Oh, nice, nice. And we had a ball down in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun that we had down there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of information. So, so talk about the
3: book that you are, you know, writing and, and producing right now. Like, what is the research
11: like for you at this moment with the film? Yeah, so a lot of it, like I said, it's going to be a pretty comprehensive historical book. So I'm starting with statehood and sort of the experiences of the Native American freedmen. Um, a lot of folks here know, but a lot of folks in Atlanta, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of black people were in the Native American tribes. Um, even in the time of Trail of Tears and came to Oklahoma with the Native Americans and ended up having a lot of their land taken via faulty contracts, via uh, attacks, via, I've been looking through a lot of old newspaper articles and old land records actually, sort of seeing the way that those, um, that step happened, you know, So, so a lot of what I'm trying to do is sort of, But we all know sort of big picture how these things happen, but I'm trying to find these are the details Details. of individual people who were wronged um, really via the system. The crazy thing about it is none of it was really illegal. A lot of it it was sanctioned by the government, by the systems we had at the time. So I'm sort of trying to look at how those systems have uh, perpetuated over time. Wow, Wow,
2: that's interesting, man. So you started writing this book six months ago, and now you – how far along are you?
11: Not as far as I need to be. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> when do you think you're going to be able to finish it? Uh, my deadline with my publisher is uh, June 21. So I write right after the centennial stuff. Okay. And the idea is to sort of end it. I mean, there's several sort of questions about when to try to get this done. And yeah. one idea was to try to get it done for the centennial. That makes a lot of sense sales wise, to be honest, but I wanted to be able to a, have enough time to do all the research and also to incorporate what actually happens at that time. Cause so oh, yeah. I think there's a yeah. lot of, Concern right now that after the centennial happens, everyone's just going to forget about Tulsa and Greenwood and the issues in the black community. Yeah, we have
2: talked about that. You know, what happens when this is all over with? Right, right. After this, everybody comes here and they go back to their prospective homes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Where do we stand? Right, right? and those who of us who live here in this community. And one thing that I've been kind of concerned about is, I would love to see a lot of black entrepreneurs get together. Uh, little mom and pop pop up tents, or whatever you may have, uh, be able to make some of this economic finances that are going to take place here. Because we know that the, the hotels and blue dome districts, right. and all of them are going to capitalize on right. all of this money. Right. You right. know, you know. they're going to do it now. Right. So, you guys who are listening, start getting your stuff together right now to sell your merchandise, for ladies with the jewelry. Uh, produce or whatever you may have to sell mm-hmm. to 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 reap some of this income, yeah. Yeah, you know, I because. If you don't make any money during the centennial, it's your fault. Yeah,
8: mm-hmm. yeah, right. absolutely. And generally,
7: when people travel, that's the stuff they look for. Uh-huh. When I go to New York, I'm looking for the food trucks. Right, the city, exactly. I'm looking. That's what people look for because generally, it's more authentic mm-hmm. than going mm-hmm. to anything that's commercial. Yeah. And another
2: there. thing, it's going to be people coming here with food trucks and coming here with all kind of merchandise from other cities. Mm-hmm. Right. So they don't be driving down, and yeah. bringing their stuff so right. they can right. sell it at the Juneteenth festivals and all of this stuff that's going
3: on? It's like I go, I walk down Greenwood, like it was just yesterday that I was walking down Greenwood and I saw families, like people are driving from all over they are. America they are. They are. to come. And it was people that actually, uh, they spoke in sign language. So, I mean, even all communities, all forms of people mm-hmm. And no matter what the disability is of their mm-hmm. of their life, they're coming to understand and get a better perspective. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know me and uh, my business, we go down to the coffee shop down there every day. Yeah. And when people come from out of town, we go to Wanda J's, we go to Black Wall Street Tea's, we haul at Tory over there mm-hmm. and Latoya Rose, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just kinda make our rounds around up in yeah. there. And so when 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 that happens, we can give the story and tell the story yeah. to, to people. I mean, they congregate real heavy at Black Wall Street Liquid Lounge yeah. next to lefties,
8: yeah, right?
3: yeah.
2: So, I mean, we're down there telling a story that needs to be told.
3: And I think that's the challenge for a lot of people. They come and walk the one block of mm-hmm. what is the building. And yeah. that's pretty much it, all the story that they get. So they, don't, they really don't get the explanation of everything that's happening and the things that are happening today within the community and the fights that we're fighting today to to continue the legacy of Black Wall Street yeah. all together. Right. So mm-hmm. it's good to have you guys down there. It's good that more day. people need to right.
2: come down you know? who yes. know the story. Right. Yeah. Who right. can tell the yeah. uh, my dad be down there telling the history. Yeah. We be all down there yeah. telling the history, you know, because some people know some of it but they tell it the wrong way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Um, you know, it's good when you know exactly what happened.
3: Right, and what I appreciate about your book is, is, as well, is that you know the law was passed that they must teach children within Oklahoma about the uh, 1921 massacre. Right, and so more material that's coming out that even goes deeper than just what we see in movies and other things like that, but to understand that there were, you know, Native Americans like we we all have some type of Native American you know bloodline within us, you know, and the fact that some aren't uh, reaping maybe some of the benefits of that, you know, all together. Mm-hmm. So that is the challenge for a lot of us. And that perspective of the story is very important for us to know.
2: Yeah. You know? Very important yeah. for us to know.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, no.
2: That's what's going on. So I think it's, I think okay. it's, it's important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah. So we want that. Hey, we're going to y'all want to take another break? Sure. sure. Take another break uh-huh. and we're going to be right back. You're on We're on the Bobby Eaton show where we tell our stories our way. We give a voice to the voiceless. So we'll be right back. Wait for the arrival of actor Danny Glover and former Berkeley, California mayor Seth Newport will be here. So we are just kind of hanging out, but we got some superstars, you know, on the microphone. Uh, Black Wall Street time, along with Charles and Damali from Edgerek now. So, so we got a, we got a party going on Thursday, right? Wait, well, let me get let me get you in the mix. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we got a party
7: going going on Edgerick Houston Family Fun Center is celebrating Seven years, we fired up and excited About it, it's going to be next Thursday From 4.30 to 6.30 We're going to have uh, Ramal there, kicking it off With the juice, yes, yes. we're going to have juice some radio Juice show, radio huh? show oh, yeah. And for the people, you got to remember this week before spring break so you can get a free cut. Tulsa Tech Barber going to be out there. The cosmetologist is going to be out there doing manicures. We're going to have food. We're going to have an awesome time. Man, it's going to be so great, isn't it? You better come on out. It's going to be like a festival out See, there. I know
2: what you all-sport is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I already know. So it's going to be good. So um, the vision of Edurec
7: was by Pastor Melvin Cooper, right? The one and only... The man, to myth, the man. Yeah.
2: How did it come about, yeah. man? Tell our audience how did it come about.
7: Uh, Bishop Melvin Cooper and First Lady George Cooper always had a vision to have something positive to go on in North Tulsa because they felt like it was just not a lot going on and not a good, safe environment to go into. So they wanted to create this edge youth and family funds. And one thing that means is for all. And we do after-school programs that run the entire school year. We follow TPS schedule. We do spring break. We do summer camp. It's not a movie cinema in North Tulsa. So we got a mini movie cinema out yeah, there. Yeah, we got yeah. a football field. We got baseball. We got basketball. We got a walk trail. We got counseling agencies on site uh, like Prima Donna and some of those people. A crossover Prep Academy is located out there. So that was another good thing that um, none of the TPS schools would let them use. You know, they use vacant buildings. And they came to us three weeks before school started. So that's what we was there for. We got that opened up. So they'll be in our facility this year. And next year. Yeah. So just having a a lot of good things going on, and it's focusing on education.
2: Right, right. right. I know during the summertime, we have that back-to-school bash. Wow. And last year, we gave – how many backpacks did we give away? A thousand backpacks. We gave away a thousand backpacks. Yeah. And And people were – all down out around the fence yeah, line down there, we yeah. it was all lined up, yes. and we were out there like, Why look at all these people
7: What's going on to let you know it was a need? Yeah, you know it, was I mean? a need it was all for about it. a need. And, and, and for everybody that came out, I mean, it was Oklahoma Community Support Coalition, that's what it was. Media supported the family so we collaborated yeah. together, yeah. to and do something good. When we get together, we can do stuff,
3: things happen, you know, we things, things happen, happen
2: when we get together you know, at a whole nother level.
3: Yeah, unity. It's all about unity within the community to make things really pop, man. And Edurek has done a phenomenal job at just, like, curating it all and getting everybody together on on one page, you know. So it's just phenomenal what Edurek is doing. I believe, you know,
2: when you educate our people and you give them the knowledge that they need in their everyday life Mm -hmm. and build their esteem up. When you're building esteem, then people yeah. feel good. Yep. Right. Don't feel bad. It's kind of like if you've been out there working in the dirt and all of that, and you're just dirty, and you take right. that shower, Right. Yeah. you know how you feel mm-hmm. after you done took that shower and you done put on that deodorant and right. stuff? Right. You smell it, mmm. So clean, so, clean. Yeah, right. so that's so important to a steam bill. Mm-hmm. You know, and A lot of mm-hmm. times, I think uh, some of our community, we live in um, areas where the depression is kind of so heavy mm-hmm. that we just we engulf in some negative behavior, mm-hmm. and we just need to upload, uplift those who are in that behavior yeah, and try me. to pour something into their spirit. Yeah,
0: yeah,
7: now, yeah, a lot yeah. of the
2: big thing too, Bobby, at Edric is perception.
7: You know, a lot of times people roll in the talks and they think when they get north that it's going to be bad or be negative, and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. We had an astronaut at EDREC last Monday. Yeah, I know, from NASA. I know,
2: from NASA. Wow. Yeah,
7: so the Space Foundation came out, and that astronaut came out with his whole entire team and had a good thing. Here's, here's the ticket, though, Bobby. After that, he was so excited. He said, this is the best energy I've felt in Tulsa. And, and not just that, maybe even around the country. He said the kids were engaging, um, they, they ask awesome questions mm-hmm. and he was, you can tell he was yeah. amazing. Like he didn't want to leave.
8: Yeah. You know, so yeah. shout out
7: to the Molly, you know, she mm-hmm. always doing something live on Facebook. She's probably yeah. doing something the same. Molly <laughs> <laughs> right, here, right huh? there. Huh? But, um, she engaged, introduced, she time. Yeah. It was I call positive. her, she's a
4: servant. Yes.
3: Yeah, you is. know,
4: she's always and serving doing at,
3: at the highest level. Oh, even at the white house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was. So you guys just went to the White House.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, yeah. I mean, a week
3: or two weeks now. About three weeks. Three ago. weeks
2: ago, you guys were at the White House. Tell me what you think. What did you think of
7: it? You know what? The thing about, Y'all was on the
2: inside of the White we House. We was on the inside of the White House, yeah. and
7: that's a different. I had never been, and different. it was it was a different totally field, different. different place. But um, our purpose for for going, where well, we was able to connect with other people working around the nation, and because of the things that we was doing right here in North Tulsa, they invited us out you know, and no expense to us to go to talk about our programs here, which is Edurek and events and been back in and some of the other things that we do. And we were amazed, Bobby, once we got there, they got like a little checklist and it was 14 other people sitting around the table Guess who hit all ten of the things? Well, y'all were hitting it
2: out. Oh, I
7: was smiling because you know sometimes you're working hard. You don't even know if you're doing it all right. You're just doing the best that you can. Mm -hmm. So to to know that we was on the right track, doing the right thing, was good. And it's because of partnerships. We can't take the credit. We just the sum total of a lot of good things going on.
5: You know, and what I'll say about that, Bobby, is for for me. Um, going to the White House, was, it was huge um, in that, you know, I've been to the White House before because my daughter went to KIPP mm-hmm, and one nice. of their uh, field trips, their her fifth grade field trip was to go to the White House. Um, and so when we went, we were on the visitation side. So where you go and do the little tours and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But to actually be on the other side where the business is taking place. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a totally different thing. And I remember walking down the halls, these long, what they? those oh, halls were so long. And I remember thinking, man you know, I was able to get here from just working hard, being mm-hmm. humble, trying to help and serve my community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And somebody saw something in me to be able to say, hey, we want you guys to be able to, you know, tag along with us because you guys are making a difference mm-hmm. in what you're doing. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and so that was just huge yeah. um, to me, you know, to, to be able to just be able to experience. And, and
2: also realizing that, you're standing on the shoulders of others who came before now that's you it. Most mm-hmm. important You know mm-hmm. you know, most importantly that right. did things before you. So I'm always saying that, you know, a lot of times we get egos and we that's people right. get into themselves, it's all about me, 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 but they forget. It wouldn't be about you. Right. <laughs> you know. Somebody it hadn't is. been for some others That's who I'm made about. it to where you can get to where you're at right now. Right. That's, That's
7: what, uh, and the thing about it, he was there during a unique time because it was during yeah. the State of the Union Union address. Yeah. Right. It yeah. was during this impeachment situation. So we yeah. were at the White House during that time, and Right, Bobby, I was thinking about the people back in Tulsa. So, you know, we exactly. went live. Yeah, I you know, know you we did. Yeah. we went live in yeah. this picture. So, it was secret service agents. It took Everywhere. about 30 minutes to get in. They was, like, crawling from underground on top of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> it was so many important people. Uh, you know, NDC uh, yeah. Right. yeah, so everybody was nervous. And then yeah. I said, I'm about to get that camera out. Because I don't know when we're going to get back. We're going to have I saw
2: some of those photos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, hey, I'm proud of you guys. You, you went on your trip, you accomplished your goal, you did what was necessary and good. You know, it's good. Yes, yeah. yes. So as we're in the political season, yes. have you guys decided kinda like uh who you which direction you're going and who you're going with? Or are you just still kinda thinking about it? I'm
5: still filling people out.
2: I
9: decided.
5: You decided
2: <laughs> who, decided? Yeah. who are you going with? Bernie. You're going with Bernie. And there's a reason why you're going with Bernie.
9: And tell us his platform. First, he's for Medicare for All. The first two big things is Medicare for All and eliminating all college loan debt and then free public college for all. Mm -hmm. I think those three issues are very important for not even just me, like, of course, you know, healthcare issues for everybody and a lot of people, my mother, for example, having college debt that cripples her and other millennials and people becoming in my age, people graduating soon like me, and it's a situation where in which if he was going against like Donald Trump, what could Trump say against someone who has a history of being completely honest and fighting for these things? And even if you're a Republican, you still deal with medical bills. You still deal with your children having college debt. So even if Donald Trump calls him a crazy socialist or a crazy communist, other countries do this. There's evidence that it works. And while Trump lies, Bernie Sanders has... Policy proposals and they completely written out how he's going to pay for it on his website. Wow. Yeah. So,
5: mm-hmm. how, how old are you? 18. Okay. So, you're registered to vote? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to the shout millennials out, yeah. that shout are registered out. to yeah. vote.
2: Yeah. I'm get in there.
3: Yeah. Registered to the
2: vote. Yeah, I remember I've been at it a long
7: time. long, time. Since long probably even since in my lifetime. So, right. sure so, be so, so
3: let me ask you this like uh, uh, Bernie versus uh, uh, the uh, the vice president with. Um, mm-hmm. President Obama, Biden. Uh, Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. So, like, those two are like in the runnings right now, and you know the the challenges. And
9: so, what is it that you're not so, uh, to of mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden? Well, okay, with the Joe Biden, for example, let's take his recent win in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Of course, the news have been talking about this is a big thing. Bernie Sanders won the last three states. In South Carolina, the last statistics I heard is about seventy percent of the voters are actually over age forty-five, which is where Bernie hurts the most.
8: Mm-hmm.
9: Bernie Sanders gets a lot of younger voters, specifically bef- younger than 45. And Bernie Sanders has a movement. With Joe Biden, for example, there's many, he has ran for president three times and lost. There's many instances where in which he's said, for like right now, is um, like the scandals he has about like touching women and being very, very creepy. Number two, the crime bill. The crime bill in the, in the um, 90s. There's countless clips of him talking about that and also talking about cutting Social Security and Medicaid. Mm-hmm. And so there's videos in the attack ad to write themselves for those things, not to mention his um, being on stage and starting to slip up and him saying things wrong and talking about lies like he walked, He was went to see Nelson Mandela recently. That's recently been a lie. He talked about seeing Nelson Mandela and getting arrested with the U.N. ambassador, mm. a United States ambassador, which was Proven wrong, it. of course, but these are the type of things we see coming out of him. And if he's going against Trump, Trump, for all he is wrong at, he is a good politician. He ran circles around Hillary Clinton in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. I think he won't do that to Biden. Yeah. He got <laughs> skill.
0: He got skill. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't
2: give Trump no credit for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. Yeah. Because yeah. I think really we got more votes. you get like a yeah. million more. Votes more of the popular votes. Yeah. Yeah. got all the delegates yeah. and stuff like that. But right. I don't give him credit. For
8: nothing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just needs to sit down. And, and I try to listen sit down, to the end, take a seat, because
8: with know.
7: with with media, like even media service, you never know mm-hmm. where a smoking gun. You never know when news breaking news and somebody say something it just changes the whole landscape of everything. Yeah, that's,
8: true.
2: That's, right. that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. that's true. Well, Bernie got some. He got some points. And uh, what do you guys think about Bloomberg? Bloomberg. Anybody can comment. Mm-hmm. On? Mm-hmm. What do you think about okay, Biden, Bloomberg? You know yeah I think I think Warren I think she's just on the attack on everybody yeah. Yeah. she just she's on she's on the attack, yeah she's right. just busting everybody, just talking about
9: everybody firing Shots to everyone and
3: mm-hmm. I'm not a big Bloomberg fan I mean, I respect the fact that he came in town and you know gave the greenwood greenwood initiative, initiative. Mm-hmm. You know i mean, which is a good initiative, but at the same time, I listen to the people I listen to where where you're actually from, and there's a lot of people. Like, I would rather hear word of mouth than just a commercial for me. And word of mouth is saying a lot of people in New York are just like, nah, man, don't do that. Because There were some people that had came from Oklahoma um, and had uh, worked in the um, Trump administration. And I actually knew about the work that that person was doing here in Oklahoma it was like, nah, that's not the right person to send to the nation. That's not the right person. And so I always listen to word of mouth and what other people have to say that actually have to live. That experience at home, so it's just like Bloomberg. I mean, he's cool. I respect him, but it just I was like, it, it's not my choice. Um, Where are you going? Who are you going? Um, with? Man, me honestly, I'm I'm going for Bernie as well. Yeah, man. like I okay. I feel that, and then I also like um uh the young lady uh she dropped out. No, 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 not not Klobuchar. Oh, okay, um, who you dropped out? Uh, the young lady. Who? No, 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 no. She's no. still in the race. The uh, older lady. You're talking about Elizabeth Warren? Elizabeth Warren. I do like her as well, but her, is that a her and Bernie Sanders book? Bernie Sanders, I think that, you know, there's a lot of, honestly, it's it's the fact that a lot of supporters that I, you know, support, a lot of influencers that support him. So it's like they must know something deeper than what I've studied personally. You know what I'm saying? So there's more that I do have to research and study, but I think Bernie, for yeah. me, and I think you
2: should do your research before you decide to just go in there and vote for somebody. Yeah. Don't vote for
3: anybody for any popularity contest, yeah. but yeah. vote for what they stand for.
2: Right. You know, and that's what you need to know.
3: Because I you do know? have to grow in politics. Like, that's not my lane. That's yeah. not something that, you know, I just sit and study. But, mm-hmm. you know. I, but you got to know who you're voting for. Definitely, definitely. And that's, you know,
2: that's what
3: know, I go into. Is I hate to see study. people
2: going in and check a box that they don't know they anything don't know, about. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. right. Just check right. a yeah. box, just to check one. That's what I
7: like know? about local politics a little bit more like the people in your office. Well, it's, more, it's more important. I can know yeah. what you do prior to going in office. Yeah. You know, you just get a better feel, you know, because what you do before you go in office is what you do more of once you get in office. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I have to just kind of listen because like I say, if they say breaking news, yeah, the whole landslide is just
2: change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if they say you know, breaking news, news, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
9: I was going to say, I think, especially, yeah. especially when we talked about, um, like, don't go in and checking boxes and don't go for a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting right. thing. Exactly. Is I talk about, like, it's easy for us, like people who are in local politics and they're or in this and listen very right. closely to judge other people who don't know as much or vote will be viewed as wrong. But mm-hmm. to be completely honest, for example, like I'm a high school student. I have mm-hmm. a lot of free time yeah Fine. I can sit, <laughs> I can sit around and just listen to politics all day, but if someone's working two jobs they got kids, you know, they mm-hmm. don't have time to look at the news twenty four seven right so they just listen to c n n hop in hop out, and that's what they get their opinion from that's right, mm-hmm. so I think it's the job of like people like us and local media and yeah local,
2: local media, and that's what we need, you yeah. know so Absolutely. That's we're gonna take a little short pause for the calls, and we're gonna uh come right back here on k b o b eighty nine point nine f m community radio. Thank you. Danny Glover. How are we doing there, sir? All right, sir. How are you? How are you doing, man? Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to Tulsa, home of Black Wall Street. Okay. And uh, I'm just glad you're here and in the building. All right. Man. And well, we're going to make it happen. And we got former Berkeley uh, Mayor Gus Newport. How are we doing there, sir? Fine, thank you. Glad great, great, here. great. You guys are on the campaign trail for uh, Bernie Sanders, right? Yep. Yes, right. Sir. So tell us a little bit about what you've been you know, everybody know about your acting abilities and stuff like that. But tell us about what hooked you up with Bernie.
6: I'm, I'm going to let Gus go first. You go ahead, but Gus. Gus has, go
2: ahead. go. He, he turn he his, turn his mic real, sideways there kind for of me, me, Ramal. Yep. There we go. All right, Gus. All right. I was the mayor of Berkeley
1: from 1979 to 1986. Berkeley, when I got elected, became the first city to invest from South Africa. In 1981, Bernie Sanders was elected the mayor of Burlington, Vermont. And we used to be called to the Eastern universities like MIT and Harvard and places to talk about our approach to public policy, because we were really into rebuilding cities from the bottom up. Bernie and I became very close friends. When we used to go to the conference on mayors, which I was on the advisory committee, he, Dennis Kucinich, the mayor of Cleveland, and Harold Washington, the mayor of Chicago, used to all get together and just didn't pay attention to the other 500 or so mayors that were just talking BS or whatever else. But I got to know Bernie then. Berkeley in the 60s went to the University of Chicago. He was a co-chair of CORE, Congress of Racial Equality. Yeah, of he uh, was constantly getting arrested, fighting on behalf of upgrading public education in Chicago. Bernie grew up in um, Brooklyn, hard area of Brooklyn. His mm. family came from Poland. They escaped the Holocaust. And um, He used to, in the summers, go to Israel to the kibbutz and come back. But Bernie became quite an activist, and I was very involved and taken by the way he rebuilt Burlington, Vermont. Burlington was a poor working-class city. Bernie put together the greatest staff I've ever seen, used community land trusts to create affordable housing, which was first created by Mahat Gandhi to, to take care of people who were victims of the caste system. He rebuilt the shoreline, worked with the university and whatever, and we continue to stay very much involved. His wife, Jane Sanders, a PhD, did a lot of early childhood development stuff and higher education stuff, rebuilt several universities, and Danny and I have been on campaigns with her and built. So I know from the ground up who Bernie is.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: We're at a time when this country is very much in need of absolute change. Yeah. yeah. We've been without a real movement for some 30 years. hmm I mean, you must understand, I came of the move now. Marsha Martin, I was with Malcolm four days before he got assassinated. I helped build the Organization of Afro-American Unity. Uh, So I know what it is. I want my granddaughter to have a better life than I have. She's a a, a, a sophomore at Loyola in uh, New Orleans now. Every time I need something fixed, like a computer, myself, (laughs) I go to the 19 year old. Yeah, right. He says, Papa, you've been all over the world. You've done everything. You're four years older than baseball. How come you don't know this Wow, Wow. What What can I say? And me and Danny Glover have been at this stuff for
6: 40 years. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I I, I wanted Gus to talk because it gives some sort of context to my own history as well. Uh, When I, uh, just before when I finished school, San Francisco State, I was part of that 1968 strike, Mm -hmm. student strike in 1968, that brought about the uh, School of Ethnic Studies. I I came and did a planning internship at the Berkeley City Planning Department, and I went from there to the Office of Community Development and Model Cities program in San Francisco.
2: Model Cities. Model
6: Cities, I was a part of that. uh, In his first years in San Francisco, so one of the things that I've always been addressing, aside from just public education, is that also what happens in the in, in the framework of, of 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 city city governments mm-hmm. and, and public policy, and that and that's where things happen at that particular level. You see yeah. things that happen; right. that they're going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and the choices are made at that level. 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 I live in a city that's been heavily gentrified. Mm. San Francisco, California. Yeah. I was yeah, born and yeah. raised there. My mother, and my father settled there right after the war. He was discharged from the army, and so I have some sort of context through my own life what it, the, the, the traditional or historic Black community looked like. The Fillmore,
2: Fillmore which was yeah. you know, almost oh, they always
6: yeah. referred to Fillmore as Harlem West mm-hmm. and everything. So that's some sort of context that I have saying the struggles in order to slow down. Not stop, let's slow down redevelopment, which is now referred to gentrification. At least people had a voice yeah. in terms of uh, redevelopment. Mm-hmm. The organization like the Western District Community Organization, those are organizations that I went to as a young adult, you know, when I was 22, 21, 22 years old, and kind of watched that process. So I, I get that, 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 that. So Bernie comes from that vantage point around local development around the participation or the voices that people have within the structures that are most immediate to them, city governments. So when we we talked about supporting them, it's because of all supporting Bernie in his effort to, to, to not only unseat Donald Trump, but uh, also to be the sit in the White House itself. We, thought, we think about it from that vantage point. What are the ways in which local, because we're going to have to think local in a lot of ways. What are the ways in which local development can be enhanced by a president who knows about it and works through it and has it 1st hand knowledge of that? You know, there are a lot of things that, that we can talk about. When we talk about what affects people's personal life, what affects their life directly, is right happens in their in their own community, on their own backyard, in their own block, you know?
2: Man, that's interesting right there because, you know, gentrification is something that's very serious and it's happening in our communities across the United States Absolutely. of America. You know. I mean, it's taking place everywhere. Yeah. Even right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where you're at right now, a lot of the structures uh urban Uh, Renewal, which is urban removal, you know, that's basically what it is, urban removal. And they come into our communities, and a lot of businesses come over here. They don't ask the community what the community wants; they want to do what they want. So they tear down all of your historical buildings, Mm -hmm. they build Mm -hmm. freeways through things. I mean, they just destroy your history that you need to pass down to your children.
8: Yeah,
2: and it becomes, the kids ride around, they don't see, all they see is empty lands and old, broke down buildings. Mm-hmm. And so that gentrification destroys. It destroys a lot. It takes away the culture. My daddy often says, we done lost our soul. You know, mm-hmm. S-O-U-L.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, and when you start losing your soul, as far as, you know, James Brown's soul, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's when I'm talking about, your soul in your community. Yeah. Because I remember a time, man, when uh, in this community, the way my grandmother got sick, mm-hmm. you know, Miss Williams would bring a pot of greens, mm-hmm. put it on her stove. He, she, Here, baby. And I grabbed it, put on Miss Jones, would bring some cornbread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was a community. Now we, we, it took a village to raise right. a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so things have changed so much, you know, and it's 2020. I remember CORE. I remember some of the things because I'm kind of mm-hmm. in that age bracket a little bit. Yeah. But I remember when. Blacks were unified and had more uh, culture within. That black dollar would go around and come Mm, back around and go around and come back around so much that you had that economic development, Mm -hmm. you know, that took place. Yeah.
6: Well, you know, the same happened to me in San Francisco. I, I live in the same neighborhood that I live in. Well, you live, live in
2: Knob Hill. And, and, and oh, I, no, no, oh, I, I live. I'm an man. I, so
6: much, man. I, but, but I've lived uh, in the same neighborhood since I was 11 years old. I lived yeah. 12 blocks from where I grew up. Oh man! In San wow. Francisco. And 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 when I bought my first house, it was just before my 29th birthday. I was working in city government then, and I was able to put together enough money and everything. Me and my wife were able to put together enough money in mm-hmm. order to buy a house, which I which I still live at. Wow. You know so still live, so, live in that house. So so the, the, the question comes, and I've watched the process myself up front, you know, from way back in, mm-hmm. in the, the uh, redevelopment in 1966, 1967 in the old war, and I've watched that. But I also watched a coalition of people come together. That was the key part, where they were African Americans, whether they were Japanese Americans, whether they were, whether they were uh, white, whether they came together in order to be a force. Against that redevelopment and try to change, and some things came out of it. It wasn't all positive. Some things came out of it. So I say, like if you go to the Fillmore now, some of the the low low income housing mm-hmm. was a result of that. These were people who were standing up, citizens who were standing up in their community and demanding that their voice be heard. And I think I think that when we have we have someone in the House understanding what is happening on the local, understanding how vital it is to be. To 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 re to to re encourage and 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 also support what is happening local, we have something special in that.
2: Yeah, uh, Mayor Newport, you know, uh, it was said that Bernie was in the civil rights movement. That's what Cora is. Cora. Is, is a civil yeah. rights movement? Yeah, yeah. And and he worked alongside with you. Right. other uh,
1: people we knew back there was Jesse Jackson and others. He endorsed Jesse, and Jesse ran for president in '84. Uh, he's been out there. A long, long time. But I think the problem now, we don't really understand deeply what America is. We're 47th in the world in literacy and education, 72nd in healthcare. Wow. Bernie mentioned something about Fidel Castro a few weeks ago. When I was the mayor of Berkeley, we followed the education program that Fidel installed after the revolution. Cuba has an illiteracy rate of 0.1% right now. Wow! Mm. And as poor as they are, once Russia pull out whatever, they still, everybody has healthcare at such or whatever else. We put, applied that to Berkeley and more black kids ended up getting scholarships to Harvard and Dartmouth and those schools and whatever else than any city in the country. History, has you have to have an analysis of what created the condition in order to know what to do. I ran a project called the Dudley Street Neighborhood Initiative in Boston after I was mayor. We're the only nonprofit in the history of the United States that got eminent domain authority over all vacant lands. Mm -hmm. The history came together and created a master plan. And through that, we worked with MIT to gather the data and do an analysis and create GIS maps to educate everybody, Mm -hmm. from the community, to the small businesses, to the bankers, to the government, and everybody else, to look at the plan that we wanted, so that the dollar recycled, so that we educated our young people and did all things necessary. Bernie Sanders was a part of that development, also.
6: Well, that's I mean, the first thing I went when I went up to 1992, went up to a celebration of the community. I saw Cape Verdeans, Ta- Italians, African Americans. That's a whole the plethora of people. A multicultural, multiracial uh, 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 community there coming together at that particular point, bringing people together. This campaign is about that, bringing people together. Mm-hmm. It's about justice. It's it's about it's about all the things that we need to talk about. We talk about here, and and we know that 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 here. Uh, I mean, I just read an article where. Where the, uh, the the attorney general and the, and the uh, rebate institute will bring back the death penalty. You know, not bring it back, but yeah. Restart, yeah, yeah, yeah. restart, restart. They already restart, have it in place to yeah. so restart the death penalty there. And who's affected by that? You know, by the death penalty here, us right here. Yeah. Given the size of in this state, given the size of of the African American community, which is about nine percent. Of the population, they are the ones who are most most likely to be on death row as well.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and to see that you guys have always been forward thinkers, uh, even in your time, and to see the span of when you saw when gentrification was happening up until now, where gentrification is happening in in the White House in a way. Like, so where do you see how Bernie can really turn things around within government, and and what plans in place do you see that you support? Because he's already
1: talked about Medicare for all, mm-hmm. because. Healthcare isn't covered for everybody. Right. In the Western world, all those other countries have it Western Europe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Canada. Yeah, they yeah, do. True. Jack Odell, who worked for uh, Jesse Jackson and uh, various other places. Martin Luther King as well. Jack yeah. right. yeah, Odell. That's yeah. right, who lived to be 95, yeah. So yeah. moved up to Canada mm. uh, in wow. his later years. And we used to talk all the time until he was 95, was in the hospital several times. Mm. You said, damn, Gus, you know, I've been in the hospital, and that little bit of bill they gave me ain't nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. wow. Uh, just the cost of a pound of coffee or something. Wow, really? And, 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 and things like that. Mm-hmm. The pharmaceutical industry and insurance control health care in this country is a part of a capitalist system. And what we're trying to do is create... An, uh, Uncapitalized this system, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, you know Martin Luther King well, wrote a letter in 1952 to credit before they got married, saying, and I love you. we're going to get married, but I want you to understand I'm moving away from capitalism uh-huh. and moving to democratic socialism, mm-hmm. okay. he and Martin, he and Malcolm were becoming close friends, they now, were yeah. at the end of their lives. We're doing a movie on it now, yeah, wow. but as I say, history's it, not recorded yeah,
2: after he got back from Mecca. At, right, That's right. One but, but,
1: but, but even before that even before, even before that last three years Because remember Malcolm right. got put out of the Nation of Islam Yeah he did Right after Kennedy got assassinated mm-hmm. and, and and that was misinterpreted by, by, by the media yeah. And whatever else yeah. Then he created Muslim Mosque Incorporated Then he invited me to help him create the, the, uh, and, uh, the alternative institute We created the Organization of Afro-American Unity mm-hmm. I was traveling with him Four days before he was killed but I want you to know they were all looking at democratic socialism. This country does not want to see wealth spread yeah. for the good of society. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bloomberg up here trying to buy the presidency mm-hmm. in blind box all over this country along with it. We can't have that. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. got to be an approach that makes sure that our next generation are able to have the vision and the focus for what needs to be. And I'm so glad my grandmother started taking me to see Paul Robeson when I was five years old. Mm. She went to school in the fourth grade after picking cop one day in Virginia, walked in, white teacher slapped her without asking questions. She walked out and never went back,
0: mm. but she
1: became an avid reader. But she then moved north where I grew in Rochester, New York, and took me and began to look at education and all those things the things that was necessary. Yeah. That's where our love had to come from. The beloved community is what Martin called it, even segregated communities, but everybody right. was seen as an equal. Right. Right. This is where we're coming to. Right? And, and that's it, where Bernie's it, coming from. And yeah. the, the whole idea of his Thurgood
6: Marshall education platform, which not only deals with uh, eliminating the debt that that, uh, that students have, uh, and that the 45 million Americans in this country has loans, student loans, that that certainly have suffocated them and haven't been able to, to begin to carry on with their lives, but he's talking about expanding and tripling the money for Title III. Now there's some real, real interesting dynamics when you talk about public education right there, mm-hmm. in the, which is in the process of being privatized, being privatized by charter school. So there are really dynamics that we need to talk about when we think about public education, since this country has never had a national education plan right. We were together in New Orleans just before Katrina with Bob Moses and the Algebra Project, talking about quality education as a civil right hmm. initiative we've been we had meetings in d c at Howard University and all that in terms of that talking about that this initiative brought about about, about by Bob Moses who we all know is is one of the great civil rights leaders, of, of uh, 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 civil rights leaders, but also has, again, to address the issues of public education yeah. and what we need to do. And his ideas around public education is that the money sh- has, which goes through from the federal government to the state needs to go, and needs to not go directly from the federal government to the state, but those programs within the communities that determine how the, that money should be met, met and need and, and used. We have we have defunded public education. We have not only defunded education. We we, we have, uh, have, have have taken the whole role of teachers and yeah. deprofessionalized teaching as, yeah. as well. Yeah. To teaching, well, my mama was trained as a teacher. My sister was trained as a teacher. I got I got three of my nephews, four of my nephews and nieces who are teachers now. So we have to kind of elevate that. We have to pay them the kind of money that they need, that they need to live. And then gentrification hasn't helped, helped help either with the teachers. Teachers yeah. have to live way, way out yeah. somewhere yeah unable to do that. All these are real things that we have to tackle with, but we have to believe and know that they're important for the, not only the future of our community, the future of our country, but the future of us as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you say? What would you say is at stake? Just say, you know, um, you know that Bernie didn't get the opportunity. Why is it so very important for us to get in there for 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 Bernie to get into office? What's at stake if if we don't vote?
1: What's at stake is you're going to maintain the government and the country you have. And possibly Donald Trump might be president for another four years. And I think me being going on 85, yeah, coming through the Jim Crow era, mm-hmm. this is the worst I've ever seen it. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's wow. the worst. Wow. That really? I have bad. It's terrible. It.
1: And, you know, we've got to have an analysis. You young people are intelligent. You're the leaders of the future. Yes, you all graduate with student loans. When I, I was a Martin Luther King fellow at MIT for two years, mm-hmm. I had graduate students coming out with student loans of $500,000. Right. You graduate into slavery. Mm-hmm. Slavery is practiced in two ways in this country, through incarceration or through student loans. True. Wow. And then it perpetuates the status quo of what is. It doesn't allow us to really be creative, yeah. and do the things that have to do, yeah. to work with other countries. Yeah. We got a bloated military budget. I was in the military for almost two years, I'll say almost, wow. because I got drafted, and my responsibility was watching all the boats around the world. But I asked too many questions, they put me out. I got an honorable <laughs> discharge, wow, but okay. they put me out. Okay. But the sad reality, people keep saying, where are you going to get the money from to do this? We can cut the damn bloated military budget. Yeah. We got a thousand military bases around this country. Yeah, yeah. For what are we supposed to be god of the world or something? Right. We should be looking at an approach to peace. Trump has already bombed two countries right. since he's been in office. Right. And here we got uh, a secretary of education who's a billionaire, and she's created all kinds of charter schools. That's just for everything that is irreplaceable in damnation to what we could do while we build the future. My my daughter is a teacher. I've had to beg her for five or six years, don't quit, because the federal government was controlling teacher. Now, she's in Atlanta, and she is the math and computer specialist. She's got a job now she really likes. I spend a lot of time in the South because I'm on the board of Project South. And one of the things we do is engage a lot of young people, especially a lot of the brothers who are formerly incarcerated. When they found out I knew Malcolm X, they want to have talked about it. They want to know all about that, whatever this is. Right. And so it, it's that it, it, it's sharing what we know, and no one of us knows it all. Mm-hmm. At soon to be eighty-five, I learned right, something new every day. Learning. Thank goodness,
6: yeah. good God Almighty!
8: Yeah. Look here, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and it's just a generation.
6: <laughs> this is a generational movement.
8: Yeah, yeah.
6: You know where we place ourselves in, and we've been, we were part of a generational movement yeah. of yeah. change that are here. This generational movement is taking another step. Yet, yeah, yet, yeah, it's those elders uh, like I, myself and Gus and that who we'll know that we're intricately a part and connected to this movement yeah. as well, yeah, you know because of what we've learned from the past, how we have been able to to identify some of the things that we we didn't maybe we didn't didn't come across our our viewpoint yes. at, at at a particular point in yes. time we're at a crisis now. We're in a crisis, whether people want to believe it or not, with climate change. Yeah, we're really at a crisis. Yeah, that's an issue we're, right we're, there. are going to be most affected by Us. poor people, <laughs> poor, poor people around the world right now. Mm-hmm. Affected mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. within this country, we're talking about climate change. Where we're talking about e- 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 even how we process our meat, yeah, you know? sure. How we process our meat and how we grow our meat right now, mm-hmm. whether it's chickens, chickens and beef are the largest emitter of CO2 yeah. gases.
8: Wow. Not the automobiles
6: with chicken and yeah. beef, the production. Wow. So there's so many things that have to happen now in terms of getting a handle it. If, indeed, we're able to try to change this around, particularly this country, because this current country is the right the face of whatever we want to call the free world, right. everything. We're going this country. We're able to do this turnaround where the president is going to not only right. respect uh, suspect who we are yeah. in our communities' main street, who we are in our communities, but also going to restrain respect other governments who are trying to find other ways in which they can mediate mediate their their, their issues at the, within whether're environmental issues whether issues about development yeah. and that, yeah. it's funny that we' at this particular point the richest country in the world, and we have around us some of the some of the, the most the most i how do you say the most the wealth that is, that is concentrated oh, in just the hands of a few mm-hmm. at any time in human history here. True. Wealth
2: is, is common ca- concentrated
6: in the hands of just a few. Yeah.
2: But, but don't you feel, do you feel that our uh, countries like China, you know, who are technology ahead of us, you know, and they're, they're so kind of like disciplined, I guess that's what we get over here, you know, and I lived overseas for about three years and, um, I was on the other side of, you know, Dubai and all that stuff over there, and uh, I realized that people were looking at the United States almost like laughing, like we're laughing stock here in the United States. Uh, they were like, "Oh, Americans, Americans, America." Danny, you've been all over the world, you know, and 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 I'm pretty sure you've heard some of that too in certain countries, you know.
6: Well, I, I mean, I haven't been to China, but. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know one thing, uh, mm-hmm. the China, Chinese civilization goes back 5,000 years. Yeah, it does. Whatever they're thinking and, about. And Frisco, it's not, and not, Frisco not, not, has not, not, a whole heavy
2: Asian base now. Yeah.
6: Uh, not, not just 200, not mm-hmm. just like the simple 200-something years that we found there, 400 years since they found the name for our, you know, the Chinese came to the New World right. in their own their own ships in the 11th century. Mm. The mm-hmm. Chinese came to, we don't learn that about them. the Chinese came no, to No, we the don't. New we world. don't learn
2: anything We just came to them.
6: the New World. It's mm-hmm. ships that made the, the Nina, Pina, and Santa Maria look like toy boats. You mm-hmm. know what I'm right. saying? Like, those are the ships that came. That's the, we don't learn that, in a mm-hmm. sense, you know. We don't know that Native Americans came together in the 11th century and began to devise methods and ways in which they can live on the planet, live in this space that they have together. That's what native, native First Nation people did in the 11th century, 300, 400 years before Columbus ever made his way across the land. So these are the kind of things that we said, that the people have always had ways in which they deal with the world and deal with the time it, that they're in right there. China is where, where, is it, where it is, of course. It is where it is. And part of that is because of capitalism itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, capitalism is divided. Where those jobs were outsourced to China because of cheaper labor, yeah. or outsourced to Sampan because yeah. of cheaper labor, or other places in towards of cheaper labor, and all that, that was part of this. So uh, and, and understanding this is a part of this as well. Our dilemma, our dilemma is with where, do we, where do we deal with this, where we are right here, with this massive... Concentration of wealth here, where people are working two, three jobs just to make ends meet and not making deep. Where minimum wage is still below, below with no health care, below eight dollars or something Mm -hmm. like. Where do we now? Where do we now put our foot down and transform the moment that we're in right now? In a sense, when we see jobs outsourced all the time, what was one of the promises of of of, uh, Trump when he came in that he was going to bring jobs back? Sure. That was one of the provinces. His yeah. constituency. Yeah. He's going to revitalize those urban, those those, those small communities and and yeah. rural communities that have lost their job and lost their identity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's happened. It's, it's happened. It's happened for a long time before Trump. You mm-hmm. know, Le- all Levi Strauss that we used to be wear used to be made where? Here mm-hmm. in those yeah. small yeah. communities. Mm-hmm. You know, in small communities, different around the country, all around the country, small <laughs> communities. But what they did was to basically they sold out. To the lowest bidder.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and the
6: lowest bidder brings down the living, living wages and living style of all of us so there's a way in which we we have to we have to stand up right at this particular moment and talk about that it's not it happens in incremental ways mm-hmm. it doesn't happen overnight yeah, it yeah. doesn't happen in 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 one administration itself right, right. you know one administration that we've seen with the trump has been able to do some damaging things yeah first of all walk away from the paris uh paris climate- accord oh, uh-huh. and they did that they actually did that and then promote the whole idea that a lot of other Right-wing people, uh, 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 governments take on take on the climate change changes is a hoax and everything. It's something that that the communists, of Chinese plot or something like that. Yeah, like the yeah. Bolsonaro in mm-hmm. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil, he, he he pretended that there weren't fires, the fires that were raging in the Amazon, right. that they were caused by the people there in the Amazon. These fires, the Amazon represents twenty percent of the world's oxygen. It's the lungs of the planet. The Amazon rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just as important for us, uh, right here, to deal with the, uh, these, these things in terms of fires in the Amazon, as it is important for the people of Brazil itself,
8: and mm-hmm. the rest Brazil. of Brazil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand. So those are
6: the that. things. So we we got work to do. You know, whatever, yeah, whatever. Right. we got a lot of work to do. Whether that we, we hear
8: here,
2: this work
6: begins today, But there's a movement happening, and the discourse that is happening. What we brought to the table. What has the Bernie campaign brought to the table? Mm-hmm. He's brought health care for all. Boom.
1: Across, so across
6: the board. Across the yeah, board, yeah. right here. That changes a lot of things, when you go and negotiate, negotiate within, within, when you, you know, because we got a lot of people employed, who don't right? have no health yeah, care. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. We talked about that. We talked about uh, 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 about eliminating the debt that 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 college students have uh, that, that that have gone to college and promoting free public college. Remember that free public college. Boy. It's, it's talking about helping H, HUBCC you know, that talking about totally black college and universities. Uh-huh. those are the kind of things that we're talking about, so we're on that level it's talking about a minimum wage we have, Amazon already has $15 yeah. an hour, yeah. you're right there yeah. and that was owned, that was because of Bernie Sanders, mm. Bernie Sanders and the, but that had been part, not just Bernie Sanders it was a movement that made demand for that, yeah. mm. so Bernie Sanders is also the manifestation of this movement as well yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And it's, and, uh, that, so, all of those, those are things that we, we can pitch in right now. And then paying more attention to what's happening in urban areas. Mm-hmm. As we said, both of us come out of the kind of urban areas, cities right there, and understand to some extent what happens in cities, who makes choices. Mm-hmm. When the gentrification was happening in San Francisco, nobody looked at at who the most vulnerable were, right. you know? Right. All they saw is that it was money in the in in the, in the conference, you know? Mm-hmm. And when the tech industry moved up from Silicon Valley, near right. San Jose and everything, moved up there, they didn't care about who was the most vulnerable mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Who were the You have homeless people all over San Francisco yeah. now. Yeah. You have renters all over West Oakland yeah. now. West Oakland was a place that you could find decent, affordable housing, renting right yeah. there. No longer that's yeah. the case, you know? Yeah. Because the encroachment on San Francisco now spread to West Oakland, and they call West Oakland now East San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So all these, and who lives there? Us. Mm-hmm. We live there. We live in those places, and we yeah. have to. We had to. We mm-hmm. have to get a hold of it. We have to say in the same way in which we built movements in the past, in the same way in which we mobilized to do this. Bernie Sanders is only at candidacy and as president. Represent the possibilities that are available to us yes yes absolutely
3: so uh, another question of mine because i have a friend who is registered to vote but he doesn't believe in a system of voting because he feels that uh you know how the he feels that the election was stolen last election like how some maybe some of the russians had uh, uh infiltrated the, the voting system and some that don't really believe in the voting system um, maybe had lost hope in that. Like, what are some things that, that are key to, as the young generation that maybe have lost a little hope, as the generation that has fought and won many victories, like, what are you saying to us in this time? Well, I think the
1: propaganda that the Russians stole, you know, is what this country constantly does to keep up off, off balance. Mm-hmm. But I will say there's problems in the Democratic Party, too. Right. You know, um, super delegates, electoral college, Bernie Sanders had eight appointees to a uh, historical reform group being appointed to the Democratic National Council yeah. after the election. Hillary had 10. I was one of Bernie's eight. We tried to get those six changed. They still wouldn't go for it. Mm. The Democrat Party needs to be totally reformed also. Right. But the fact is, too many people don't vote. Martin Luther King gave his life and other people. There you go. That's what the civil that's rights about. is
8: about. Yeah.
1: And now all of a sudden we can't just step back and say we got to get out there and vote in large numbers. Yeah. I remember even though I had problems with Obama when my mother, who was in the hospital in her 90s when Obama got elected. And I left it on my phone for a long time. She just called and left a message screaming, we did it, we did it. Wow! They didn't know, but if she, her great-grandmother being a slave and coming from where they were to this, mm-hmm. go back to Bernie. And uh, December... Nineteen eighteen, the James Sanders Institute called two hundred and eighty of us together in Burlington, Vermont. That's where the New Green Deal came from.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Bishop Tutu went to the Copenhagen Accord a couple of years ago, when CNN involved with two hundred countries had signed down. Right. And CNN said, oh, Bishop Tutu, what do you think about all these countries being involved? Do you think that can work? I mean, you've been to the Civil Rights Movement, the mm-hmm. apartheid movement. Mm-hmm. He said, Look, this difference of opinion. Amongst people of color and class yeah. and everything, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually, we can correct it. You yeah. said, but we ain't got but one planet. Yeah. yeah if we don't take care of that, just the one. We one can all planet. forget it. That's what it's yeah. yeah. Just what, the
4: one.
2: Just the one. I mean, uh,
6: I, I think a number of moments in, in our lives, we questioned the value of voting mm-hmm. and being part of the system. Yes. We ran candidates, and some of those candidates were martial- marginalized in some ways. But I, I think that we have the greatest opportunity at this particular moment yes, sir. in the public space right. of using mm-hmm. using voting and voting and having information, having been mis- as our, our best tool to change this, mm. to continue a struggle for justice. It continues a continuation. Right. It's mm-hmm. been the struggle for the first time that there was. Slaves that brought here. It's been a struggle from the, from the moment of the the Bacon Rebellion in right. 1679. Right. A struggle from uh, from from the the emancipation the post the post pre Civil War struggle right. to abolish slavery. It's right. been a struggle. It's been a struggle, and it's always been to so some way. What, what as, as King would quote Carlyle, "No lie lasts forever." Yeah, we have an opportunity right here and the transform it. If we put together our energy and we're with of our, our, our collective consciousness yeah. to do this, yeah. something could happen yeah. here yeah. that's possibly going to happen, and something is happening. Yeah. So we're in a moment where something is happening. Yeah. You yeah. know, sure. They, sure. The millennials and the me sure. generation and yeah. all of that, they've gone by. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my thing, and I do my thing, and you do your thing. It's right. right. gone by. Right. It's going us by. now. You yeah. yeah. can't yeah. be anything yeah. but us. Yeah. Okay. You know? man, let
1: me tell you, if Brian gets right. elected, he's going to call on Danny and on other people other people of color to help him put together a cabinet. There you go. Some that's people. the key. And we're going to reach
2: out to some of you young people yeah. with that kind of intelligence there you go. to participate All right. in that. Okay. Well, hey, man, thank you for coming out, man. I mean, this has been real good. This is the Black Community Radio Station. This is where everybody come in our community over here. And thank you, Danny Glover. Thank you, Mayor Newport, you know. And, man, hey, if yes, you get a chance, right. come back. And thank you all for having me. Yeah. yeah, come yeah. back. Thank you, you, know, we, you know what? And, and, and send That's us good. people.
1: Send yeah, us good. people. Send yeah, people yeah. right yeah.
2: here. You know, because we tell our stories our way. This well, because of Bernie's campaign,
1: yeah. that week, Danny and I got invited. We've been running <laughs> all over the place. I, I know in, you have. I was in Washington for six days a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah, nice. Danny called me and said, where well, yeah, are baby? I said, I'm in Washington. i will be going a couple of days. He said, don't pack your bag. We're going don't to North Carolina don't and South Carolina. Don't unpack it, huh? Yeah. Y'all on the campaign Y'all, trip. Where do, you, where, where
2: do you go when you leave here? But we,
6: we whatever we're going, we yeah. know we're going to be in Georgia.
2: Okay, somewhere yeah, in Georgia, yeah. huh? Yeah. he's
1: going right from here to New York. Okay,
2: yeah. right. Oh, Beautiful. man. But well, we love you, brothers, man. You yeah. know, wisdom is always needed. And uh, don't forget about us here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, we right here, Black Wall Street yes, and all of that. You know, we got some history down here. Yeah.
1: You know, so you got, you got some ideas that we got to grasp. Oh, no one, yeah. No one of us knows it all. Yeah, yeah, right,
2: right. That's so nice. that's what we're going to do. So Good thank sir. you all, okay? All right. We're on the Bobby Eat Show where we tell our stories our way every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we just got off uh, here talking to some iconic brothers, academic lovers, and former Berkeley, California Mayor Gus Newport. So we're on Bobby Eat Show, so continue to listen. Coming up next, supporters of families of sickle cell disease.
0: Guess I shedd some tears. I told myself time and time again, this time I'm gone. Another love, TKO. Oh, oh, oh. think I better let it go. What you think about it, girl? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try to take control of the love, love to control of me. Cause to lose all for a sense of time. It just seems like it, and so I